You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. For all NBA NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. So we we got good news. We got good news. Andrew Wiggins is returning this week, and you and I sort of anticipated that uh, in the last episode. What we don't know is if he will play at all before the postseason begins. Um, So I know on the last episode we said, like, oh, if he comes back, maybe it would be for, like, the Sacramento game because they have, like, you know, two days off after this game. But it sounds like earlier tonight in the post game, which I haven't had the chance to listen to, but that Kerr kind of dismissed the notion of him being back in the next few days. So maybe he plays the last game. Maybe he plays the last game. I don't know. I mean, I know last year with Steph, they brought him back off the bench and they did just bring him back for the postseason, right? Like Steph didn't come back and play any games. Um. This is a little different because it's not an injury, right? It's a conditioning thing. It's not an injury. So um, I don't know if they'll feel like they need to take the same caution. Because, I mean, when Clay and Dre didn't have their conditioning, they just, like, they weren't playing full minutes. But they could still play. So I don't know where they're going to land on that, whereas, like, Steph was coming off an injury. The other thing, too, about Andrew is that the last time he was away from the game for a while, it took him some time to get back into a rhythm. So especially if the Warriors aren't going to be playing in the play-in, I'm not sure if they want to just really have like all that time without him playing at all. So it'll be interesting to see how they handle it. Yeah. Um, Last time he had like a big absence I think it took him about five or six games for him to look like, you know, back or at a, at a good level. And then he got sick. And then after he got sick, it took him about seven or eight games. I remember it wasn't until that Wizards game um, where people were like, okay, he's finally kind of back into his, his all-star level self. And, you know, if they play, depending on who they play in the first round, I don't think he'll need to be all the way back yet. It's just kind of like a, um, you know, can he play defense? Can he rebound? Can he hit an open shot, right? You don't have to be locked down Jason Tatum and go out and give you 20 and 10 rebounds. You don't got to be that yet. But And you had a really great thread on that. So I actually, can you break that down so people understand, like, why you're saying it depends on the matchup and all of that? Because I thought it was really insightful. For sure, for sure. He He's our big wing, big wing stopper, right? Um, and, and against a team that has a lot of athleticism and size, you're going to need a guy like him to finish inside and, and generate easy points at the rim. 
So let's say your matchup is Phoenix, right? A team that has a score on the perimeter in, in Devin Booker and a, another big wing who's obviously a dominant scorer in Kevin Durant. You would probably need Wiggins to be close to his best version of himself to play against Kevin Durant because he's one of the greatest players of all time, right? Um, if you play a team like the Kings, where they're winning, oh, not close, nah. I just wanted to to just make that clear. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's not. It's not. It's no no argument there. But against a team like the Kings, where their best players are a point guard and a center. Their, their wings and stuff like that, Kevin Herter, you know, Keegan Murray, Harrison Barnes, those guys are shooters. They can hit shots, but they're not guys that's going to really break you down off the dribble and do stuff like that. So um, he'll just need to be a positional defender against those guys. He can kind of get his legs under him against a team like Sacramento. Same way with the with like Memphis or, you know, other teams like that. Like if you play the Lakers and you got to see LeBron, you need Wiggins to be Wiggins. If you got to see KD, you need Wiggins to be Wiggins. You got to see Kawhi. You know what I mean? If you see a superstar or an all-star level wing, then Wiggins is going to need to be at that all-star level to match them. But if not, he can kind of slow walk it. And that's kind of kind of the reason, another reason why you want to see Sacramento in the first round because, you know, the, the main defensive assignments are going to be on like Gary and, you know, Kaminga and Draymond and Looney. And Wiggins can kind of get his legs underneath them, guarding shooters and stuff like that before he really has to pick up his assignment. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was like, okay, just leave it to Justin to always make some good points. I thought it was a really good thread. So make sure you're following the package, JG. And if you're not, go do it right now. Um, it was a good thread. <laughs> and he always has a lot of those. Um, I'm just happy Wiggs is back. It was good to see him on the bench. You know, he looked happy. Um, he was really seemed to be thankful of the, the the way the team supported him and gave a shout out to the fans, even though a lot of y'all was actually crazy. So, you know, hopefully it's not any of the listeners of Golden Spaces pod, but some of y'all fans don't deserve that kindness. He was uh, doling out. Um, but nonetheless, he did. So he shouted out the fans. Um, you know, look, I, I think there are people who are still questioning whether this story is real that they're telling us. And I'm just like, who cares, bro? Like he's back. That's how I feel about it. And, um, but I'm like, I don't have a reason to doubt it. So it's like, he was taking care of something related to his family. It's his father. And it's like all of that extraness, all the, the gossip, the spreading rumors about him, his family, having his partner have to like come out and tweet. It's like, Look, y'all did all of that for it to be, again, something that was not really any of our business, but for it to be his father, you know? So um, I hope his father's doing better. I hope he's doing well. I hope Wigs and his family's mentals are okay. But it's also definitely very, you know, good to have him back. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, 
Whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Definitely. I mean, I think just from a vibe standpoint, morale, team morale, I'm sure it was a boost for all those guys. I saw them, like, laughing with Gary and, you know, when all those guys are together, you can just see it's good energy. Um, and and they feed off that type of stuff, and they're going to need it because they've been kind of not necessarily running on fumes, but they've been playing a lot of minutes, a lot of high-stakes games, more than they really have wanted to, and they're going to need all the energy they can get. So in addition to the energy he brings just by himself playing, I think just him being around and being in good spirits and everything kind of trending in the right direction for him, I think that'll be a huge boost for them to finish and go into the playoffs. So as he's trying to get his legs back and his conditioning and all of that, what do you think Kerr's game plan is going to be? Is it going to be more Kaminga? What What do you anticipate Kerr doing? Or is that also matchup dependent? I think it's matchup dependent. I think Kerr wants to try Kaminga a lot. But, I mean, we saw tonight he – I think he wanted to start Kaminga and he only feels comfortable playing Kaminga heavy minutes. If lamb is next to him or a shooting forward yeah. next to him, that's why lamb got the start. And then Kaminga just didn't really play that well. Um, he wasn't making good decisions offensively and Shay is just, he just kind of figured him out. You see a player enough times. I think this is the third time they've played OKC. The first time Kaminga really got the, the better of him defensively. And I think he just kind of figured out Kaminga and, you know, you got a player that good is is going to happen at some point. So it wasn't a Joku game today. It, was, it happens sometimes, but I think he wants to try Kaminga. And if Kaminga isn't up to the challenge that day, I think he just leans into Dante, 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 because Dante doesn't really make a lot of mistakes. It's, you know, it, it is what it is. There's some he has his limitation. You say he's kind of like Sean. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm I would love in terms of like the way, not like positionally but just the way like hers like right. steady he's real steady yeah like sean didn't make i mean he's foul three-point shooters a little bit too much for my liking but <laughs> outside of that yeah. um he was pretty steady yeah that's what dante is and i mean dante has his limitations like athletically and size wise there's just some things he's just not going to be able to do well um but other than that you know he's gonna be locked in iq and you know if he if a mistake is made, it's because he's too small. That's literally it. So, yeah, hopefully Kaminga can learn from this game, though, and just kind of apply it going forward so he makes less mistakes because they can benefit from his size and athleticism being on the court a lot more often. For sure. Um, you know, before we wrap up this, I, like, there's times I'm really critical of um, Fitz and Kalena. Like, I just, like tonight I had to like um, listen to them because so, sometimes I listen on mute or I might listen to the other broadcasts but for certain reasons I had to like listen to the Warriors broadcast so there were points of course where I was just like rolling my eyes and they were driving me crazy but one thing I will say I want to give them props tonight so I said all that as a preface to say you know, when the game was basically ended and the Warriors won, they were talking about it. 
talking about it, Fitz got to be one of the best hype men there is, you know, because he's just like, come on. Like he's saying all this stuff, but he's like, who's beating this team four times? And he's just like going on and on. And Kalena's just like spitting. And I'm just like, you kind of are spitting, though. You know what I'm saying? They were like, in their bag. They were in their bag. You heard it, right? Like at the end. So shout out to them for that. Because like when you need them to get you amped, particularly Fitz, he can do that. It's just like as the game is going and like the – Oh no, don't want to take it to trouble. Oh, oh, it's again like please calm his, down. His, his catchphrase, it's the worst of all worlds. That is like so terrible. Like file three-point shooter, they make it. This is the worst of all world. It's like, bro, relax. This one play, <laughs> You're making it sound like it's so it's like, so like dramatic. It's terrible. It's like yeah, stressful. It's, so it's like causing you to like stop it. Right. Um, it's so funny. He's like, but it's also funny, like how he be just the shade he be throwing at some of these teams who don't know what you are. He's like, oh, hey, this sh- they never shoot this well, or he, just, you know, he throws <laughs> me, me as fuck. That's how I be. I'm like, bro, like, it's no yeah. way these dudes are really shooting like this right now. It's it's sad. I mean, he be mad shady. He's like, they were never gonna sustain that. It's just <laughs> so come back down to earth. So that was uh, fun to uh, listen to. So shout out to Fitz and Kalena.